Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit promised in Joel 2.28, and we equip for the outpouring so that we may engage in the outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to our podcast today. We have a very special guest today that was used of the Lord in a mighty way during the Brownsville revival as the head intercessor there. And she's just been walking with the Holy Spirit for a long time and has such experiences that we're going to be able to draw from regarding contending for the outpouring. We want to welcome our guest today, Lila Terhoon, who was the head intercessor at the Brownsville Revival, and she also had a program on God TV, Throne Room Prayer. And that's what we need, is throne room prayer. We, we need to be able to walk in that understanding, in that revelation of our relationship with our Father, so that we engage with Him in prayer and engage with Him in conversation, engage with Him for His heart. So I'd like to welcome you, Lila. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you very much. It's an honor to be able to speak into the life of other believers, especially intercessors and those who are engaged in prayer. It's just a delight to have you with us. It's an honor to be here with you although we're not in person, but it's almost like that. <laughs> yes, and we're looking forward to having you with us in person. I'm a hands-on the... person, so I like that. Okay, we're looking forward to you being with us at the end of April. It's April 29th through May 1st. We're having an intercession breakthrough, breakthrough intercession event, and we're excited that you're going to be with us. Uh, we haven't really had a chance to cross-pollinate, and I know that that's one of the things that you do. That's that's one of your visions. So tell us a little bit about how you got started in all this intercession. Well, I blindly, stum stupidly stumbled into it like about 99% of the things that I do. Um, well, I've been in the Lord for over 60 years, so That'll tell you we've had a little bit of time to uh, get acquainted with the Holy Spirit. My position, I never considered myself a, quote, intercessor, you know, other than a prayer person, an intercessor like everybody is. So I, because um, everyone who in the, in the body of Christ is an intercessor, of course, we know that. But uh, my main um, my main thrust was through the Brownsville Revival because we were involved in prayer for five years, uh, every night, uh, almost every night, for several hours. And, um, I mean, e even an idiot could learn something. <laughs> <laughs> and here she sits. Okay. Oh. Dumber than dirt. Anyway, uh, that's how I became engaged in, in the situation that I'm in now. Uh, where I'm invited to be intercessory teacher and prayer person and like what you're asking me to do here on the phone. So okay. um, I would say that my main thrust is uh, what we call throne room prayer. And uh, that is getting into the presence of God, finding on what's on God's heart and praying from that perspective rather than praying from the things that we view around us. That's why I shy away from even 
though I'm invited quite often and I don't know why, but I am uh, to do international things and to come to Washington, D.C. and et cetera. And occasionally I have done some of those things, but um, that, that to me is a prayer that's mainly coming from visual or from earth, earth prayer. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh. I do. Uh, yeah. Something mm-hmm. that uh, is more soulish than spirit. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. whoops, I hope I didn't step on anybody's toes there. <laughs> and I do believe that we as believers should should be engaged in political things and so on, But, but uh, and con- certainly concerned about our country. But the truth of the matter is, if we get into his presence and we pray what's on his heart, mm. that's going to be much more effective. Mm. Because Absolutely. there's a million things we could pray for. And uh, certainly I've been in prayer meetings where it seemed like that's what we were doing. However, if we can engage him, and uh, get into his presence and find out what he desires, then we can pray according to the will of God. Because scriptures tell us that every prayer that's prayed according to the will of God, he hears and he answers. And so that tells me that there must be an awful lot of prayer that's going up that isn't necessarily the will of God. Not that all prayer isn't important, and uh, it's good for you to pray for your city or your country or your president and all yeah. that. Certainly, we're, we're asked to do that through the scriptures. But uh, if we're going to engage him for a global outpouring, mm. and that's what he's all about. Yeah. His heart yes. is for the nations, not just our political situation here in America or our, our family situation. All of those things are important, and he cares about that. But if we are called to be intercessors for the nations, then we need to find out what his heart is for the nations. Because he's not just for America, and he's not just for Israel, and he's not just for Europe or South America, et cetera, et cetera. But Jesus said that his house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. That's right. So we need to engage in that. And uh, that's been my journey of, of learning, discovering him and how much he loves the peoples of the world. And it's a time, uh, especially for the indigenous people, and and I'm a great uh, supporter of that. I noticed you uh, mentioned that you know Clay, Clay Nash. Yeah, I met him on the Navajo reservation a couple of years ago. And so I know that he has a heart for the indigenous people. And uh, it is my persuasion that uh, God is, that's that's the next big move. Mm-hmm. is to bring the the hidden people, the people of the land, the ones who have the authority in every nation, to promote mm-hmm. them to the place of uh, apostolic authority rather yes. than uh, the way that we've been looking around. Everybody's an apostle and, you know, lay hands on you and make you an apostle. And I believe in the five, you know, I believe in the, the apostolic, but it's almost been done to death. Selah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Something to think on. Okay. Wow. Yes. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up and and find out what you're interested in. Well, I'm interested in your perspective. You know, let's go a little deeper on how you feel about the Father's heart for the outpouring. His what has he showed you about his heart? Because he told us to contend for his heart for the outpouring. Well, he isn't willing that any should perish. Amen. And that all should come to uh, salvation. So that's certainly uppermost in his heart. He has a great love mm. for his creation, yeah. for his people. Yeah. And I believe his heart breaks to see what's going on, the disunity and all of the factions and all of the things, especially 
the things that are going on in the body of Christ. We need to lay down our agenda and uh, get into his agenda. And it Amen. will always be unity. Jesus, that was the one prayer that he prayed that I know is going to come to pass. We haven't seen it yet, but that you, you know, we would be unified together, that all men would know, the whole world would know that we're his yes. followers. How would, how would the unbeliever and how would the unsaved and the unregenerate know that Christianity is the way to go, and that Christ is the answer, when his followers and his people are so, so uh, just unified? Right. Wow. Right. Mm. So I would say that that's the main thing in his heart, that we would come together as one, that we would love him with all of our heart, laying down our own agenda and following after him. He loves, he loves his creation and love is always the answer. It's true. We really need a fresh baptism of love in the body. Oh, I think, especially after the fiasco of uh, our own and I'm speaking now to those of you who are Americans, to our own uh, political situation here in America, and uh, all of the chaos that was involved before the election, etc., and especially after the election. And uh, the Lord wants us to be uh, still and know that he's God and uh, not to vilify the prophets or, or the ones that are speaking, you know, from visions, signs, wonders, you know, dreams prophetic. I believe in all those things. And he does. He certainly gave them as a gift to the body of Christ. But uh, let's not, let's not vilify yeah. those that have mm -hmm. spoken and, and we feel like, uh, you know, they were not correct. Um, nothing is ever known until it's all played out. Yeah. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Mm -hmm. Right. Prophecy right. is never, is never understood until it's lived out. If we follow the prophetic words that were given all through the old, Old Testament under the Old Covenant, we know that the, actually even the things that Jesus taught, it was 10 years to the house of Cornelius before they realized that uh, the Gentiles were going to be included in salvation. And so yeah. we see that uh, then, then they got it. <laughs> but even yeah. the, the prophet himself, you know, Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, even him standing them, telling them, they still didn't get it until it unfolded and they lived it out. Yeah. Same thing with uh, all the Old Testament prophets, you know. The things that they said were, were fleshed out through Jesus. Right. And then they were understood. Right. Yeah, I, I, have, a, I have a take on that, that, you know, there's, there's a lot of folks that are running around uh, trying to explain what the prophecies of the Bible mean. Forget and, it. And, you know... <laughs> They, they have their whole, their whole doctrine built on it. But Jesus said, I tell you these things so that when they come to pass, yeah. you might believe. Oh, we're on the same page, honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why uh, spending your time spinning and, and uh, musing over these things that we don't have a clue until they're, until they're fleshed out. We're just not going to get it. That's Let's true. rest in the fact that Holy Spirit has it all under control. And right. God, God's timetable is his timetable, not ours. It's true. And it's he has true. a reason it's... and a purpose for everything. Yes, he does. And he doesn't waste anything. No, but as an intercessor, and I'm speaking to intercessors now, as an intercessor, if you've tied your hopes into a particular agenda, 
and it hasn't worked out the way you thought it did, then you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be discouraged. You're going to be uh, seeing what's what's going on. It's it's fodder for the enemy to torment you. But if you always have the kingdom of God and his righteousness coming forth in us and coming forth to earth, then we know that uh, all these other things are just but a vapor. Right. Just here today, gone tomorrow. It's true. He's showed you, a man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of thee but to do justly, Mm -hmm. to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God? Indeed, indeed. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's where we need to be going. You know, getting into that position where you see yourself in seated in Christ in the heavenlies Mm -hmm. is... um, it's really not not taught that much. I mean, you hear it you hear it being taught, but but I don't think very very many people are really practicing it beyond just saying that they are seated in Christ and therefore they have authority. Um, when we need to see ourselves in Him, and in Him is the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and He's in us in His fullness. He, we need to let Him shine through. You know, I think I think part of our problem is a lack of transparency in our lives, too much flesh, so that so that so that so that the you know his glory, his glory is blocked by our flesh. Right. So I have found that uh, accessing his presence is through worship. Yes. And that's not just singing songs, but that's through your heart te- reaching out to him, seeking his face, and uh, right. and his purpose and his will, and setting your agenda aside. If uh, if we're able to do that. Think if the body of Christ was able to do that and we were simply, and I say simply because that's what it would be. It'd be shutting up on our end and simply mm-hmm. being drawn into his presence. Cause he's the one that, that, that draws us and finding out what's on his heart and letting him give us the things to declare according to his will, not just making declaration and all that on, on the agenda, the things that we think, but really mm-hmm. finding out what's on God's heart. That's how uh, that's how we operated for five years in Brownsville. Mm. And I learned that there. And it was uh, absolutely phenomenal because we thought at the beginning we were just intercessors for the revival. And he, he showed us that really quick. It wasn't intercessors for the Brownsville revival, that we were actually being called to the nations. And so I'm seeing a lot of things happen in the nations that he spoke to us and we we'd made declaration out of 20 years ago. Wow. So it was, uh, it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. Actually, uh, you'd never grow bored with, uh, with being in a prayer meeting. Believe me, learning what's on his heart. Yes. So tell us a little bit about some of the intercession that went on in Brownsville and, and uh, how the Lord was leading you. Well, uh, I was brought in from the outside I was not a part of the original Brownsville Church. I didn't even know Kilpatrick or, or any of the any of the people there. Uh, that's a, a long story and a long, a long, long uh, journey that I will be sharing uh, at Good. our meetings in person because Good. it's very important. We will share the history, and I think I'll reserve that reserve it okay. for then. Okay, Good. we're just going to give you a little bit of a of a what shall we say a, little, a teaser. <laughs> yeah, a little taste of what of okay. what we're into. Um, 
we were, we were, I call it graced in to the Brownsville Revival. And it was our great honor to serve there. And I had no idea where the journey was going to take me. I had not a clue. And uh, it was merely by learning his presence because main, that's what's going to create an outpouring is his presence. I mean, that's what we're looking for is the outpouring of his presence. Yes. Uh, without his presence, we can have revival, revival, and we can fall and shake and do all that kind of stuff. But unless, and I, I'm not putting it down. I'm, I'm in favor of all those things. However, uh, that's not enough. We need his abiding presence. And when his presence comes in, he just, he levels the place. He will, uh, he makes it all a level, a level ground because nobody can stand under that kind of presence in their own flesh. You have to succumb to the beauty and the glory of him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. And we acknowledge your glory. We acknowledge you. Yes, Lord. We acknowledge that it's your presence we desire. Yes. Lord, revival is just a word. Mm -hmm. But presence is substance. Presence is what changes us. Yes. Lord, we know our souls can be lifted up and stimulated and have the feel good. But Lord, what we want is your abiding presence where the glory of the Lord covers the earth as the waters cover the sea. Yes. And Lord, we know that that includes every man, woman, and child. It's not yes. just reserved for the church. And so we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for what we're feeling right now. Yes, Lord. Your wonderful, wonderful presence. You're all together lovely. We desire nothing more than you. So Lord, if you show up the end of April and 1st of May in Jasper, Arkansas, we know that all will be well. Yes. Because we're seeking not, not a pattern or not a formula, but we're seeking you. That's right. And so we go with a clean slate, Lord, not knowing what you desire and what you want mm -hmm. and what you have in mind. But we want to go wherever the river takes us, wherever your spirit flows. Yes. That's what we want. That's what we want. Yes, Lord. Praise Yes, amen. Glory to your name, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Have it your way. Amen. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Your glory. Yes, Lord. Thank yes, you, Lord. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Whew. 
we share in our hearts with your heart, Lord. Oh. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let our heart beat with your heart. Mm-hmm. Yes. The cadence and sound of the nations, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Surprises, surprises that sings we hadn't even imagined. <laughs> we love surprises. <laughs> Absolutely. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to this. Yes. <laughs> this amen. is going to be good. Be so glorious. We just have have room for just a, a small, small group of people about. Mm-hmm. 30, 40 people, um, but we're going to be broadcasting uh, or whatever you call it, streaming. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we're, we're trying to make sure that there's room for everybody to fall out <laughs> 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 or find a place where they just. No problem. Get, yeah. Well, Might be uh, under the chairs, but oh, yeah. We're, we're very limited, but I it's, ga- it's going to be f- whoever gets registered first gets gets in. So. <laughs> I'm, af- I'm afraid it's going to fill up quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have an auditorium? Do you have a church? What uh, What is your well, situation? Well, we we have uh, we have some interesting options for for our meetings. Um, what we're doing this time is in what we call Torah Hall. It's uh, it's kind of our classroom, a smaller classroom. Mm-hmm. We have um, a large building, and that's down here in in the valley. We li- we live in a in a valley. It's a it's a community where all of our staff lives in, in community housing. Ah. And, and then we have a, a more of a, a public, more of a public sanctuary up on the mountain uh, that we call the Glory Tabernacle. And then we also have one kind of on the back 40. We're very rural in, in, this, <laughs> in this Ozark Valley. And uh, in, in the back 40, we have Maranatha Tabernacle, which is much larger. And uh, we're still working on getting the kind of uh, technology out there oh. um, you know back in the day when when we could just do everything sure. over over uh, what do you call that kind of cable we used to have Philip that that connects those two building mm. anyway it's it's a it's a technology that doesn't work anymore so we have to get something <laughs> better to be yeah. able to start using that sure. for uh, for streaming and all that sort of, that, of things uh, all of that takes time and money yes yes so and especially when you're rural, you know, and how yes. far you are from a tower and et cetera. So. Right, right. But you we're, are capable um, in the smaller classroom. Evidently, you must uh, send out teaching, right? You teach from there, stream to... Yeah, we, we're streaming from there right now. We, uh, like in, in the wintertime, we, we bring all of the equipment down into the valley so that, that if there's bad weather that we, we don't get uh, stuck on our Friday night live worship that we do. <laughs> had it that way uh, up up in the glory tabernacle for a few years and and just every, every we do a, a thing every friday night friday night live worship and uh it's a beautiful service we worship for a while and have uh, have a word and then uh, you know it seemed like every friday we'd have fog or rain or snow or something and and so we thought mm, let's bring it in the valley for the for the winter time so we've kept it down here for a couple of other events that we're having and and we just thought let's just keep it here we'll we'll move back up to the top before we have our convention might as well mention that uh, the convention is going to be June 29th through July 2nd 
So um, that's that's coming up, and we'll have that at the Glory Tabernacle. We were hoping to hold it in Dallas at the at the Hyatt DFW, but you know things things just are not the way they used to be, and it just wasn't possible for us to hold it there. So um, yeah, we've had some challenges this last year, haven't we? <laughs> yes, and and the challenges don't seem to be quite over yet. Yeah. So we're. Just putting one foot in front of the other. I've, I'm glad we've learned this technology. We've started podcasting in this last year. In fact, we're we're almost up to our one year anniversary on our mm-hmm. podcast. So uh, we're excited YouTube. about that. We we do YouTube and we do Facebook for our Friday nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, our podcast is going out over the Charisma Podcast Network, and that is also sent to uh, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. And oh, so it's still international. Yes, yes, and and I'm very excited. We we've gotten word that that we've managed to reach out to 107 nations. Isn't that wonderful. So I'm mm. I'm thrilled. Wow. I'm absolutely yeah. thrilled. And 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 it, uh, it it there is cost involved, but it's not the kind of cost that you have involved with airline tickets. Isn't that the and truth? Hotels. So yeah, and it's um, a lot easier on your body. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. true. And you can touch more people at one time. Yeah, what I'm trying to figure out is they didn't. To eliminate the middle seat in the on the flights. Yeah, I know that's weird. Go isn't figure it? that when we have yeah. six feet. I right. was thinking it might feel okay to fly if you didn't have that middle seat, <laughs> but they're filling them to capacity. Yeah, it's I... hypocritical. Well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll get off that. <laughs> so. Um... We certainly are looking forward to having you with us. Yes. Is there anything else that you um, want to share that you feel like the Holy Spirit is leading you as far as um, what we're going to be doing when you come? Well, one of the things that's been on my heart strong recently is hearing the voice of the Lord for yourself. I know that's a very uh, fundamental and, and foundational thing, but I feel like it needs to be stressed, especially in this season. And so... We'll be sharing in that area too. Wonderful. Yeah, that's a very important area. Very, huh. very important. Your your life can depend on your ability to hear the voice of the Lord. Come on, come on. Yeah, I mean it really does. Actually, <laughs> every day, every day it does. So, I want to thank you so much for being with us today, and and for sharing from your heart and getting to know you better. We're we're really looking forward to having you with us at the end of April. I know that God is going to be here in his mighty, glorious presence, because that's really our heart, is to be after his heart. And I'm delighted to find someone that that's, that's really your specialty. It's really what uh, the Lord has led you into, and you've been walking into it. And I think you can be a real blessing to us, and, and we just um, look forward to having you with us. And we want to invite the people who are listening to tune in on our Global Outpouring YouTube channel and our Global Outpouring Facebook page. Uh, we're going to have these uh, these meetings shown on those platforms. So looking forward to it, and we welcome you to join us. Well, thank you. Thanks so much. God bless you. Yes, amen. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org 
To find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence. Thank you.